Welcome, everyone. This is the I'm Speaking podcast hosted by Mercy Hernandez and Priya Namar. We're speaking because you've been asking. Join us for a new season as we open up, speak up, and uplift voices everywhere. And of course, all views and opinions expressed in this podcast are that of the hosts and do not represent any outside entities. We have a lot to say, so let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode four of What a Woman Should Know Before the Big 30. Today's topic or this episode's topic is all about setting boundaries, building and ending relationships, whether it's family, friends, business, all that great stuff. So (laughs) there's boundaries in everything, everything. I cannot stress it to create boundaries, especially at a young age. Because after a while, you're going to be like, what the heck? What's going on? I should have said boundaries. Yep. So setting boundaries are like posting a no trespassing sign. Boundaries give a sense of agency over our physical space, body, and feelings. And we all know Gen Zers and millennials, there's a lot, of lear- lot to learn from our kids coming up because they are very good about setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, some things that we set boundaries on are personal space sexuality, emotional emotions and thoughts, stuff or possessions, time and energy, what we just talked about, culture, religion, and ethics. Now, how do we set boundaries? As corny as it sounds, the easiest way to set a boundary is to speak from the heart. And if you're the type of person that really likes guides or a script, some kind of direction for these things, here's my three-step formula for setting a boundary. And P.S., this same format can be used for, re- for really any healthy, meaningful conversation. So um, it doesn't have to be for one specific thing. It could be for anything. Now, number one, acknowledge. A statement of acknowledgement is one of the best ways to start any conversation. This statement names the reality or the elephant in the room, a.k.a. the thing no one is saying, and you're saying it out loud. <laughs> so... Acknowledgement statements typically start with, I know. So um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this where you don't, if someone's like hurting your feelings and in order to have a proper conversation, instead of coming off very defensive, instead of saying, you are saying this, you are making me feel this way. You say, I feel. So you start with I instead of you. Acknowledgement statements typically start with, I know, and can, can sound something like this. I know it's hard as I've been reassessing my boundaries, or I know it's been confusing that sometimes I answer my phone and sometimes I don't, which a lot of people, you know, if you see a number, you don't answer it, different Mm -hmm. story, but you're starting with the I know statement instead of a you statement. And this is very important. And I know it's going to take a lot of courage to really set your boundaries, but it's important that you really be vocal and you acknowledge what the person is saying or, and how you're feeling. Step two, explain. Explaining how you are to someone else is so important and yet it's common to struggle with it. So you might be feeling a certain way inside, but it's hard for you to really vocalize or communicate those emotions, mostly mostly because people don't have practice doing it. So they're not doing it very often and sometimes you're taken off guard and you have all these emotions going on inside of you, you don't know how to vocalize it. The best way to do this is to use an I statement. Just what I just said, to explain how you're feeling. 
So here's what that could sound like. I feel blank when blank. So I feel uh, really sad that you would, that you say this whenever I'm doing this, or let me give you a real world example. I feel scared about what will happen if you keep spending money. So for example, That's you're not with a world right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you're in a relationship and uh, your partner doesn't have very good money skills, uh, it's okay to say to them, I feel scared about what will happen if you keep spending money instead of saying, why the hell are you spending all our money? Yeah. <laughs> um, or I feel uncomfortable when you ask me about my sex life. So if you're out with a friend and they're not a friend like that, they're just, you know, maybe an associate or somebody you just hang out once in a while. They're not like your, your BFF or your bae. They're, they're not real, like a real relative, really close relative. And you feel uncomfortable with them bringing up your sex life and you don't want to talk about it. Best way to, to approach that. I feel uncomfortable when you ask me about my sex life. Um, and then you go from there. Number three, offer. Typically when sharing emotions, you may tend to, to toss them to the person you're talking with, with some hope or expectation that they'll know what you want. This statement, the offer, is where you actually state your boundaries. So try what I would really like to do is blah, blah, blah. Or something I'd like to do is blah. Or I'd really like to to blank, followed by how does that sound? So if we go back to the statement, I feel uncomfortable when you ask me about my sex life, what I'd really like to do is talk about pets or plants or, <laughs> or what you did today, or um, maybe just relationships in general, instead of this, um, how does that sound? Um, so this way, it, it's not coming off harsh. You're not you don't sound like you're being rude or defensive um, and you're talking as two human beings sharing and expressing to themselves, you know, what your boundaries are. Mm, I love that. That's a beautiful way of wrapping that up because it's the elephant in the room. So you clarify that, then you explain to them how you're feeling about it and you kind of give a solution to it so you can set your proper boundaries. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, I, at least for me, I felt, right, when you talked about the example of the money, that a great way of maybe addressing that specific issue would be to say, I feel that it would be best if we had a budget that we could follow, mm -hmm. as opposed to saying, hey, you're spending a lot more than I am, and I'm not buying certain things because we don't have the money for them, but I see that you're spending that money. That's really what you want to say. Yes. But, it, but you're saying, I feel that we would do better and that would be how you set the boundary. So I will not spend any more than X amount if you don't spend any more than X amount. And then there's a clear boundary there. Um, I'm going to share with you my experience with boundaries for the first time. And I swear again, Priya, I wish I had known this way earlier. I feel like oh I came boy. to the world so late. Spill the so, tea, the tea. Yeah. So <laughs> I had... Um, I had an issue back uh, maybe 10 years ago with 
boundaries. I had zero boundaries. I did not know about boundaries. Boundaries was non-existent in my life. Not only did I not know that they existed, I had none. I didn't have boundaries. Everything was like wide open. And I remember I had a really bad experience um, with my mom, specifically was with my mom. Uh-huh. And something that I had just gone through, my brother went through something really rough at the same exact time. And my the way my mom was handling it was horrible for me. Um, because his was choice based, he made a bad choice. And mine was life had happened. And uh-huh. I had zero support because of how she was handling his, his choice. And so anyway, it was just a really rough time. And every single time that my mom entered these um, stages, I guess, it was very toxic. And and so it didn't only affect me, but by affecting me, it was affecting my household, my three girls and my husband. And I was having a mental breakdown over this whole thing because she was mom. And so Mm -hmm. you can't tell your mom, right? No, you can't say that. No, you can't do this. And no, you can't do that. Actually, you can tell, you can tell mom those things though. That's what I thought. Exactly. My point. Mm -hmm. So I sat down with a pastor who, um, who was just brilliant. He was a wonderful young guy and he was just really smart. And I sat down with him because I didn't know who else to go to, to tell them how I felt and see what they thought about it. And he told me, I want you to do me a favor. And I want you to read this book, which I'm going to tell you about the book. Um, he goes, but I want to give you a really clear example of what boundaries are. He says, you are, you take care of your sheep, right? He goes, you're a pastor who has sheep, and your sheep and your house are inside of a fence. And then there's wolves out there. Mm-hmm. And the wolves many times will dress as sheep to come in, but they're still wolves. So you need to make sure that the gate of your fence is always closed and that the only people that are inside of that gate are your husband and your three kids. It's your, that's your family. That's what you are in charge of protecting. Nothing else, but your immediate family, right? So, So anytime that somebody's coming in, you need to walk up to that gate. And before you open that gate, you tell yourself, is this going to negatively impact the ones that I am protecting? Because if it is, you do not open the gate. And if it is not, and it's okay, then you come in. And as you're coming in, you always make sure that it's not a wolf dressed as a sheep. I'm like, well, that sounds great, but what the hell? How do I do that? And it gave me such a clear perspective that I read the book. I devoured the book. Well, what's the name of the book? Tremendously. The book is called Boundaries. Oh, okay. Boundaries. So this book has been like millions and millions of copies have been sold. I can tell you I've bought it time and time again, and I've given it to friends where I see that they're having issues with boundaries. And I tell them, you have to read this book, especially people that tend to say yes, because Mm. it takes no for you to be able to take control of your life. You cannot be in control of your life if you're always saying yes, or if you're a people pleaser. Mm. Can't. You've got to say no. So After I read the book and I had a clear understanding, I found ways that I can stop and keep that gate closed until that gate could be open. And in my personal case, for me, it took not answering the phone calls, not answering the text, 
not reading the texts that I knew were coming from a toxic place. Mm. So I would actually see like this long page of text. Like it just went on and on and on and on because they were just like spilling their guts on this text. And rather than reading it, I would delete it. Oh, and I remember doing this. That is so hard because if it's in it your face, hard. you're just like, and oh. I did it with my girls next to me. I I remember I was with the girls and I go, look, you see this? And I scrolled and scrolled and scrolled so they could see all those. That just came in. And they're like, oh my God. I go, look. And I swiped and it was deleted. They're like, oh my God. (laughs) And I went, that's setting a boundary. I will not give my time to that toxic because that's going to affect how I'm going to feel for the rest of the day. And how I feel is going to go into how you feel and how I make our day. Yeah, I, go, I deleted it and I blocked that color. Mm. When I am ready to speak to that person again, I will unlock it. When I see a text that says we need to speak or I apologize or can we talk about when I see something that has somewhat of a solution. And in this case, you know, we're talking, it was my mom. Mm-hmm. So I really, you know, I'm telling the girls, it's not like it's forever. This is setting boundaries. Now she'll know that when she treats me a certain way, everything stops until you're back. And there is a mutual respect and we can have a normal conversation where there's no cursing, where there's no putting down, when there's, when all of that is in the past, then we have a civilized conversation. But it took the same no and the, the, that drastic change. And I really did it more for the girls. Again, you know, we were just talking about what we do for others. Yeah. My girls to never be taken advantage of. I go, you hold the power. So you're giving in. The minute you read it, you know, you're giving in to whatever they're doing. You're letting the toxic in. Mm -hmm. So I think boundaries is huge and it's key. And I loved uh, how you broke it down to those three things and how you started with, I feel, because that's core, you know? So you're you're telling them how you feel. You're addressing that elephant in the room. And at the end, you're really wrapping it up with an actual solution mm-hmm. because telling them how you feel and really not having a plan of action, right? Um, you're kind of leaving them like, okay, well, that sucks that you feel that way, but now what? So, you know, I feel that, you know, you might, I'm not buying the things that I want to buy because our goal is to buy a home. And I see that you're buying a stereo and a TV and then a gaming system and all these things while I'm not doing my manis and petties and I'm not doing my hair. So I feel this would be best if we had a budget so that we can put the same amount of money in the same pot so that we could purchase a house within, right? And then you go to the goal setting, which is the five-year plan that we have, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So exactly, exactly. And these, and these tips all come from shape.com. Um, and, you know, a lot of our resources come from the outside and, th- and then also from our experiences. Um, but w- what, should, what we're also leading into is what do you do when someone crosses or disrespects your boundary? So let's first remember that no one is perfect. Obviously, right. there are a lot of people in our lives that are close, like our mothers, <laughs> who are not perfect. Some of them are very toxic. Yeah. So it's reasonable that if a boundary is a newer thing, someone may need reminding. I'd be as loving and gentle as possible when reinforcing the boundary, simply reminding the person of the agreement or ask that was agreed on. 
And if they didn't agree on it, all you have to do is just remind them, this is one of my boundaries. I, I'm not going any further with this. You can even follow a different version of the three-step framework that we just stated below. I mean, uh, um, you can even follow a different version of the three-step framework that I just stated. Um, I know this is a newer boundary. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving you an example. I know this is a newer boundary, but I felt hurt that you asked me about money after I told you that topic was uncomfortable for me and mm -hmm. that I didn't want to talk about it. Can you not bring that up again? So you're just reminding that person, please don't bring that up again. Um, and if they continue to go on, go on from there again, say no. And then you know what? Walk away, yes. hang up, say, listen, I got to go talk to you some other time. Walk away, find some way to walk away physically, get yourself out of the situation. Um, cause it's not healthy and you need to set boundaries. And you know, it's okay to walk away regardless of who the person is. It's yes. okay. And sometimes you need a temporary break from a person. You mm -hmm. really do. You know, you love the person, but you need your space and your boundaries um, are being overshadowed. You, they're just not respecting them and you need that time. Mm -hmm. um, like in my case, if you speak to me a certain way, then I will cut communication until yeah. we are ready to speak a proper way. Yeah. So, you know, half what you're going to do, your, your plan of action. Okay. If you bring that up again, then, you know, what's going to happen. Um, but you know, I, I think a lot of it also falls nowadays, uh, with text because mm. people are so quick <clears throat> to tell you something via text that they wouldn't tell you to their face. Mm. And that's a fact. Keyboard right? ninjas. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's you know, a lot of easier to say, Hey, what the hell are you doing? in a text, then when you talk to somebody like, Hey, how are you? How's everything? So what happened? What were you doing? It's so different, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're reading text, if you're finding that the texts are bothering you are hurting you are impacting you in a negative way, block it, delete it. Don't answer it. Um, there are times that you're in a group text and mm -hmm. you're not feeling comfortable because you might not feel included or, um, you may not feel that you're on the same page. It's okay. Walk away. Mm -hmm. not, you know, you don't have to be part of anything you don't want to be a part of. Exactly. Exactly. So walk away. That's our take with boundaries. You know, stop mm -hmm. those that are that are stopping you from doing what you need to do. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who it is. You know, it, it's not permanent. It's just creating boundaries, and it's gonna take some work. It's just like when you go to the gym, and it's hard, but it pays off. You know. Mm -hmm. the, you will, if it's somebody that matters that much, they're still going to be around and they're going to understand the power of boundaries. And who knows, they might use boundaries themselves in the future and we might be helping them. Yeah. So. And, and you don't always have to offer up an explanation too. It's okay to be, to say no. And that's it. No is yeah. a full sentence, no period. And um, you don't have to always um, include a explanation of why you're saying no. So yeah, boundaries are hard. It's a hard conversation to have, especially when you're not used to it. But um, these three steps hopefully will help. Um, use your I statements. Um, try to be as calm as possible. <laughs> Acknowledge what they're saying and offer something else, you know, yeah. um, in place of what you want to talk about or discuss. 
Um, so thank you all for listening to this episode. Set your boundaries, set your boundaries, set your boundaries. Yes, and remember, remember that you have to say no if you want to take control of your life. You can't be a yes person in that aspect. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So click the next episode, y'all. This is the I'm yeah. Speaking Podcast with Mercy. And Priya. See you soon. <laughs>